Hello and welcome to Nursing Sound Reports, a podcast offered by the Iowa Board of Nursing. My name is Laura Hudson and I'll be your host for today. We're excited to have a four-part series in uh, the next few episodes, and it will be around the Iowa Nurse Assistance Program. And I'm very excited today to have my guest, Rhonda Ruby, who's, who is the Iowa Nurse Assistance Program Program Coordinator, and she is going to tell us about how INAP works and several of the other benefits of nurses who join the Iowa Nurse Assistance Program. Good morning, Rhonda. Thank you for joining us, and now's the time you get to tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you, Laura. Thank you for having me. Um, I have been with the Board of Nursing since 2016, and prior to coming to the board, I have been a nurse for 31 years. I have done nursing in community health. I've done public health. I've done school nursing, and I've also done hospital nursing prior to coming to the board. Wonderful. So you have great, rounded, well-rounded experience in nursing, and um, anybody who intersects with you, Rhonda, is fortunate to have you as their nurse. Thank you. So Rhonda, we're going to talk about the Iowa Nurse Assistance Program, hereafter referred to as INAP. And first of all, can you tell us a little bit about how this got started? Or, or first of all, tell us about the series. Tell us what we're going to do in the next four episodes. As mentioned, we are going to do a, a series of four episodes for the podcast. The episode that we're doing today is about starting up in the program. The second episode that we're going to do in the series will be about staying on track. The third episode in the series will be about managing struggles in the program. And the last series that we're going to do, or the last episode in the series, is crossing the finish line and getting to contract graduation. So Rhonda, can you tell us how the INAP program originated? The INAP program was started in 2016. This was a response by our board to offer an alternative to discipline program prior to INAP coming in in 2016. Typically, nurses that were dealing with substance use and mental health, many times those cases were processed through our enforcement unit. Okay, so they, the nurses ended up being disciplined versus being helped with their their substance use or mental health condition. Is that right? Correct. Many times those cases were processed through our enforcement unit. Okay. And Iowa was one of the latter states who developed the program. Is that right? Correct. We weren't the last, and there are still some states that do not have a program, but we were one of the later programs. The board identified that this was something that we needed to do, and so that was why the program was initiated. So we had some good evidence base out there from other states who've had programs that were alternative to discipline, and, and then Iowa joined and we have ours now, correct, right? Correct. Okay, that's great. Um, so how does the program work? If somebody finds themselves and reports that they are in trouble, what happens? The program is for any nurse who is having issues with substance use or mental health. And basically what our program does is the nurse needs to self-report to the program. And then once they self-report to the program, they have to be willing to undergo treatment. They have to be willing to have an INAP contract and they have to be willing to be monitored for a three-year contract. Okay. That seems like a long time. Is that pretty normal? Three years is pretty standard. We do have the option to shorten a contract if we feel a nurse is progressing very well. We also have the option to lengthen a contract if we feel a nurse may need additional monitoring. And there are many states that have five-year monitoring contracts. Okay, and we're up against we're up against some hot topics here that take time to heal, right? I mean, that three years might seem like a long time, but really, when it, when we're talking about lifelong issues with substance use or mental health, it probably really isn't that long, right? Correct. And all of our evidence and research shows uh, a minimum of three years of monitoring leads to the best outcomes. 
great. That's great. Okay, so they so somebody self-reports that they're in trouble. They they come into the program, and then um, then what happens after that? How how is it handled? So the first step in the process is always going to be to do a self-report. All of that information and all of the forms to self-report are available on the Iowa Board of Nursing website. We do require a written report. Once we receive the written report, we will make contact with that nurse. And once the nurse is approved to come into the program, all licensees have to be reviewed by our INAP committee. And once they are approved, they will either continue or they will start with their recovery and treatment. We're going to be having them submit things to the board that deal with their their current condition. Is that right? Correct. So our program will require that they submit quarterly reports from their recovery team, letting us know how they're doing. Our program will also require that they submit to urinary drug analysis. That's pretty standard with most programs. And if they're working as a nurse, they will also be required to submit a worksite monitor report so we know how they're doing. So instead of it going to the enforcement division where they're monitored, they're monitored um, through the program and possibly with a worksite um, individual helping them. But it's confidential, isn't it? I mean, this is all confidential. If the nurse is compliant to her INAP contract, participation can be confidential in the program. Okay. So I guess the other thing as I'm sitting here um, wondering what nurses might think of when they're deciding whether or not they should self-report their issues is uh, the stigma attached with substance use. How prevalent is substance use with, uh, with the nurses compared to the general population? We know that nurses typically are going to have substance use and mental health conditions at about the same rate as the general population, which is typically about 10%. Rhonda, can you give me some examples of the types of situations that could lead a nurse to enroll in the INAP program? So some of the most common situations that we're going to see in the program, especially for someone who is coming into the program for substance use, those are going to involve situations with perhaps an operating while intoxicated. It could potentially be an impairment on duty. It could also be what we call a diversion of medication uh, from their employer. Those are probably our most common substance use conditions that we see. As far as mental health goes, uh, many times we have nurses reporting to the program who just feel that that it's an extra layer of protection to have someone monitoring them. So we will see a variety of mental health conditions. So even with mental health conditions, are those individuals still subject to, to, um, to the monitoring, the same monitoring as it pertains to substance use? Correct. They would have the same type of a recovery as someone who is dealing with substance use. Okay. So we're just making sure all along the way they're being monitored. So Rhonda, uh, this episode gave us the bird's eye view of the INAP entry, focus on how the program originated, why it was implemented, and how nurses can seamlessly enter it. So hopefully the public and licensees have a better understanding of how INAP can work for them. Anyone with questions following this episode can either email or call the program. And uh, Rhonda, if you could just give us a sneak peek into what we'll talk about in our next episode. Our next episode is going to be number two in a series of four, and our INAP case manager by the name of Michelle Royer will be conducting that episode, and she is going to be talking about ways that nurses can stay on track in the INAP program. I want to thank our listeners today for joining us, and please make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes of the 
Nursing Sound Reports offered by the Iowa Board of Nursing. You can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, or Amazon. And we welcome your feedback and comments through the our email address at bondpodcast at iowa.gov. That's B-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at iowa.gov. Thanks for joining us. Until next time.